Hey, it's Michael, and this is the Kintsugi Podcast. I'll be back in a minute with this week's conversation about resilience. But first, if you wish to create a better life and have a better career, then please visit michaelobrienshift.com and download your free workbook on how to create a better life. In it, you'll discover ways to find more energy for the things and the people who matter most to you so you can create a better tomorrow. Hey there, it's Michael and welcome back or welcome to the Kintsugi Podcast. It's time for another conversation about resilience. And today we are talking about practice. Yes, we are talking about practice. And I'm sure you've heard the saying, how do you get to Carnegie Hall in New York City? And the answer, of course, is practice, practice, practice. While this is true, of course, we've all heard the 10,000 hour threshold in order to become a guru or an expert in your field, plus or minus a few thousand hours on either side of the coin, depending on who you believe and what research is valid. But I do believe a more accurate answer is deliberate or mindful practice consistently over time. But that is not pithy enough for a punchy one-liner. So we go with practice, practice, practice. And when I was younger, I loved to practice, although I wasn't very mindful or deliberate about my practice. In fact, I probably loved just to play. And I wasn't, again, that disciplined about the type of technical skills I needed to do to practice mindfully. Now, years ago, this goes back more than a decade, there was a big NBA star. His name was Allen Iverson, still is to this day. Played for the Philadelphia 76ers, the NBA team here in the States. And he didn't want to go to practice. Not exactly sure the reasons why. I think he might have been hurt. But his coach ripped him apart. And in a press conference, Allen responded to his coach and went off on a tirade. And that tirade went viral, the whole monologue about practice. Well, one of my new favorite TV shows, actually, it's my favorite TV show, maybe ever. I just have fallen in love with Ted Lasso, the show on Apple TV. Well, they did a little bit of a take on it, take on that press conference, all about practice. So Coach Lasso goes to his top player, his star, and rips into him about his inability or unwillingness to practice because he's hurt. Now I shared this clip with you. How's Jamie doing? What? Says he can't practice today. Says he's hurt. Hey, Jamie. I heard you're not gonna be able to run with us today, is that true? Yep. Why is that? Because I'm at. Really sorry to hear that. Relax, Ted. It's just practice. Hey. If you can't practice, you can't practice. You're hurt, you're hurt. And it's as simple as that. But it ain't about that. At all. You're sitting in here, you're supposed to be the franchise player. And yet here we are, talking about you missing practice. We're talking about practice. You understand me? Practice. Not a game. 
Not a game, not the game you go out there and die for, right? Play every weekend like it's your last, right? No, we talking about practice, man. Practice. You know you're supposed to be out there. You know you're supposed to lead by example. You're just shoving that all aside. And so here we are, Jamie. We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not the game. We're talking about practice with your team, with your teammates. The only place that we get to play together, we got control over. Rest of the time, it's us 11 against those 11. We're talking about practice, man. I'm talking about practice, and you can't do it because you're hurt, right? It's fine by me. Tell you what, do me a favor. When you get out there, set the cones so the other reserves can do a little passing drill. <laughs> you want me to set up cones? I really appreciate it. Colin, go set the cones up. Figure you asked you, mate. Was it talking to you, big man? Colin, set up the cones. Isaac's right, he asked you. You are a second teamer. <laughs> oh. That's got a sting. I love that scene. I love the show. If you don't have access to Apple TV, my heart goes out to you. If you do, I highly recommend to check out Ted Lasso. It's filled with gems. It's not a commercial for the show or Apple TV. There's no sponsorship, but I do love the show because there's so much wisdom. It's just a feel-good show, and it's become my favorite show at this given moment, especially through this big kerfuffle that we're all going through. It will put a smile on your face. So now, after we had that little rant about practice that hopefully brought a smile to your face, let's go back and talk about the importance of mindful practice. Mindful practice or deliberate practice isn't easy. It's focused, it's purposeful, it's systematic, especially when you compare it to just going through the motions, mindless practice that many of us fall into. And with today's attention economy, it's even harder, in my opinion, to remain focused. There's so much coming at us especially with our devices. Maybe the device you're listening to this episode on right now. There are so many shiny objects to chase. And that creates a potential issue. As we go through life, we might actually be repeating bad habits while not paying attention. Because as we go through life, our lives are a collection of our habits. Some habits are so ingrained and they're good for us, it's just natural taking a pause, breathe, reflect break. Or when I wake up in the morning, my water first thing in the morning, I don't even have to think about those two, but they come very natural to me and they bring out the best in me. But I know I have some other habits that I may not even be conscious of that may not help me create a better tomorrow. So when we don't have awareness, if we're not living mindfully and practicing mindfully, we don't have that type of awareness or that sharp focus, or maybe even our ability to meet our moments with some level of equanimity so we can respond to them versus react to them, we might be repeating bad habits that we don't even know about time after time, moment after moment, because we're not paying attention to this one wild and precious life that we're all living. We may believe that we're getting better, but likely we're just reinforcing no bueno habits that lead us nowhere pleasant. As you may know, if you've been listening to the Kintsugi podcast, I'm working on my Kintsugi because I had a total knee replacement six weeks ago. And I credit mindful practice for helping me get through my recovery. 
I'm doing things today that I haven't been able to do in over 20 years. One of them, and I shared this on Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, you will check this out. You'll be able to check this out. I can now flatten my pedal stroke, something I haven't been able to do. And I do credit deliberate or mindful practice in helping me get there. Now, right now, I'm just riding my bike, not outside because I can't clip into my pedals. So I'm riding on my Peloton just with toe cages, not the way the bike's designed if you have a Peloton. And I would love to crank up the music and get prodded by the cadre of Peloton instructors. There's no doubt about it. They're motivating. They push your buttons, if you will. They lift you up, all that jazz. But I've been riding with the volume off. And I know for some, that does not sound pleasant at all. But I'm trying to be 100% in my moment and focusing in on my pedaling technique. I'm not deliberate with it. And as a result, again, I haven't been able to do this in 20 years and I can do it now. How cool is that? I think that's pretty cool. I am actually over the moon excited. Now I'm recording this episode of our Kintsugi podcast, our conversation about resilience on Labor Day. So I want to tie Labor Day and this three-day weekend into this whole concept of practice. Now, I know you're probably catching this midweek or maybe over the weekend. So it doesn't have to be a long weekend in order to do this. But going back to my corporate days, I would often ask myself, actually, all the time. I did this all the time. I was pretty deliberate with this practice. And I encouraged my team members to do it. And I had a team of about a thousand people. I would use every three-day weekend that we'd have here in the States as a weekend of reflection. This weekend, Labor Day weekend, which is now passed, since this is released a few days after Labor Day, is a day to recognize labor, physical labor that built this country, that continues to build this country, and emotional labor, which may be more important today than ever before. And I like to think about the work I've put forth on this particular weekend. What work have I put forth throughout the year? Where have I grown? Where do I wish to go? And to think about, am I practicing the right things to help me get to where I want to go? And again, I used to do this all the time with my team. I would send a voicemail out back when we used to do voicemails. Probably can be a text message or an email, current day, or something through Slack. And I would think about, and I would invite them to think about what are we practicing consciously, subconsciously, or unconsciously to get really good at what we're practicing. Because whatever we're practicing, we're going to get good at that. So if we practice rumination, we're going to get good at ruminating. If we practice worry or anxiety, we're going to get really great at those. But if we practice gratitude, if we practice rippling kindness and love, If we practice being calm during our most challenging moments, we're going to get better at all those. And all of it is hard. Developing habits is hard work. Deliberate practice is hard work. But it's the type of work, it's the physical labor, yes, but again, it's the emotional labor that can help us create a better tomorrow. Not only for us, but a better tomorrow for all of us, not just some of us. And I know this through my corporate life, having led a team, again, of a thousand sales representatives, we would often ask them during sales meetings to practice their presentations, and they used to hate to do it. And I used to hate to do it myself when I was a rep. And the practice we get there isn't that great. They go through the motions. 
But we really worked hard on making sure we were deliberate with our practice. That was the time to really work on that. So when we were in front of our customers, we were better. And you can take that example and and pull it into every other example of our lives. Whether we're presenting, having cross-functional conversation and we want to practice listening skills, we can do it in our most intimate relationships as far as how we connect, like how do we practice being in a relationship while we're in a relationship. Too often we're just doing, we're going through life very transactionally, like a short order cook during our busy rush, maybe like the blue light special or the early bird special. It's important to take moments throughout our days to practice the things that truly matter. That will help us get to where we want to get to. Where we want to get to at the end of the year, where do we want to get to, say, at this time next year? So I encourage you to think about what you're practicing, to reflect on that. And this coming weekend may be a good weekend. It may not need to be a three-day weekend. But certainly this is a moment, whether it's this weekend or during the week, to think about where are you today compared to January 1st? Where do you wish to go? Where do you wish to be at the end of the year or maybe this time next year? And what are you practicing or what do you need to practice in order to help you get there? So take a moment to pause, breathe, reflect on that. We have four months left in the year. And this is a perfect moment to gain momentum that can carry you into 2022. So you can have your best year ever. And hopefully we'll be done with the Delta variants and all this COVID stuff. And we'll have some more openness to really create and really ripple something worth rippling. But we have to pay attention to what we're practicing. If not, we may just be reinforcing bad habits that won't create the better tomorrow that we all wish to see. So as always, thanks for listening, subscribing, and sharing with your friends. Remember, if you have a challenging moment or two between now and our next conversation about resilience, that would make you perfectly normal, perfectly human. I invite you to come back to your breath to slow it down and know this, that you have gotten through 100% of your bad moments to date, and I'm sure you're going to get through the next one. So come back to your breath and know that you got this and we've got you. And don't forget to have fun storming the castle. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.